Nerd. Hello, everybody. We are Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, a movie review podcast, and my name is Alex. So nice to see you listening to us. And for those of you who are first-time listeners, welcome. Thanks for seeing our super long podcast name and still clicking play. I promise you won't regret it. Uh, Returning listeners, welcome back. Come on in. You already know where the Pop-Tarts are and and the milk is, so make yourself at home. Uh, Today we are reviewing the second movie in our December lineup, Jumanji, The Next Level. It was such a blast reviewing this movie because we ourselves are kind of gamers, so you know, things in common, Uh, but like not all of us are the same level of gamers we range from like you know every once in a while to moderate to okay you either have a problem and you need to stop or keep going until you make that e-sport money ea sport money boy but a couple of announcements for the rest of the month the next movie we will be reviewing will be uh star wars the Rise of Skywalker, which we are super excited about. And we are probably going to watch that tonight or tomorrow. I'm still super salty that Finn isn't a Jedi, but who knows? Maybe this movie will do some things. Probably not. But still, pointy, glowy sword fights are pretty great. And then at the end of the month, we will be doing a special wrap-up episode for the year. And we will be releasing that ahead of schedule so that we can make the New Year's deadlines. So many deadlines. But please, enjoy the episode. We're fucking live. Which is like a really, really bad name for a porno. We're fucking live. Because like, how do you, you know. Here like, at Madison Square Garden, we are fucking live. And it is starting to smell. It's been three hours. Or is it Or is it in that case like a really, really good name for a band? Mm, fucking right? live. Like, like is that, isn't that a good, isn't that a good punk band? That's a pretty punk name. Like, we're fucking live. Fucking or, live. Or a beautiful uh, orchestra. That. And uh, tonight, uh, you know, in, in, enjoy the show. This is uh, the We're Fucking Live Symphonic. And uh, make sure to get uh, our exclusive merchandise that you can wear fucking live. <laughs> <laughs> All done acapella. And we're off. And we're off. Welcome to the jungle. My name is... Nikanti. That right there is really. I think his name is Doctor Bravestone. He is Doctor Bravestone. Or is it because that is it because he's already <clears throat> so brave that he's actually Mouse? <clears throat> Damn, you know what? That is a good. That does pose a good question. Like, okay, first of all, we're hidden shadows of the secret chamber. Oh yeah, movie review podcast, and we tonight are reviewing Jumanji, the next level, our second movie in our December lineup, and. Uh, like it we, sounds so official when you call it a lineup. <laughs> I, I like it. It has a nice, nice little flair on it. Also, that is Nikansi. That was Nikansi. Yeah. And, and then my name is Alex. And then I have a name, which is Khan. So now that you've all <laughs> gotten to know us a little bit, I always select Ruby Rose. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, as Ruby a, Roundhouse. As an avatar? Ruby Roundhouse. This is the number one avatar. Easy, easy. Let's see. I'm going to go ahead and pull up the Jumanji Next Level. Jumanji Next Level cast. All right. Um. Well, that's fantastic. They don't have the names, Google. <laughs> Are you talking about like the avatar names or the, yeah. the names of the actors? playing the people playing the avatars playing the game 
see that's I think IMBD is broken because of that. Let me let's go to fandom. Yeah, it, it might it might be broken. Uh, which brings me to uh, are we just gonna get right into talking about all the things we enjoyed about this movie? Uh, let's talk about some impressions about this movie. Or no no no, let's talk let's about do some impressions because <laughs> that's what this whole movie was. No, let's talk about um what character you would be out of Doctor Bravestone, um. Redheaded chick, Ruby Roundhouse. Ruby Roundhouse. I would that's her. pick Ruby Roundhouse. Okay. I would pick Ruby Roundhouse. That's not what the game would give me, probably though. What do you think? Like that's that's a that's a very specific thing to dig into your Jumanji lore and realize is that the game also picked who they would be playing. I feel like you right would, right because like being them would teach them a lesson about themselves right which is even weirder and more hilarious is because it's been a trend in so many anime and manga and light novels for the last almost 15 years to get what's called isekai which is transported to a different world which is exactly what jumanji is like you're literally taken from your reality and put into a new one and you have to survive that's pretty much the basis of every single isekai anime so let me ask you this. So then I think there's two questions that we need to answer. You already answered half of the question. The next question is, which character would teach you a lesson about yourself? So you would pick Ruby Roundhouse. Now, which of the other characters or avatars would teach you a lesson about yourself? Unfortunately, I am too smart. Mm. So you would have to be the horse. Yeah. Yep. I, I would it. have to be literally held back from interacting with everybody else. Because you're too smart. Yeah. Uh, I think I would choose... Uh, who is Aquafina's avatar? Oh, Ming Fleetfoot. Ming Fleet, Fleetfoot, because I love to be stealthy and to pick locks. Uh, but the character would that would teach me something about myself... Is Danny DeVito. <laughs> is Danny DeVito. Great guess. I think Dr. Bravestone. I know, guys, you're like, oh, you just could pick the strong guy. Of course. Oh, oh, it would teach me a lesson, too, how to be strong and invincible. Oh, jeez, Alex. Yeah, wait but. To, wait, to, wait to fuck it up, you non-gamer god. Oh, jeez. Always. <laughs> your noob talk. Okay. With your boob talk. No. I think that his straightforwardness is very not to me. I'm not very good at confrontations and being the armor, the, the tank of the of the party would put me in a position where I'd need to put myself uh, in the line of fire for my comrades. And hmm. I feel that hmm. would teach me to be more selfless. What about you, Nikansi? Uh I would be cyclone i'd like to choose cyclone as my avatar the horse the yeah horse. just so i could fly around that was really and yeah, like was... <laughs> horse kick up enemies like in john wick oh hell yeah yeah over and over and over yes the character that would help me learn more about myself i'd have to do some kind of cheat code to be this character uh but it would be jurgen the brutal <laughs> Okay, why is that? That's it would, great. It would just really soak things up for me. Yeah, this this dark inner turmoil, just unleashing it everywhere. Just like kind of like flushing it from your system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Clean cycle, yeah. I get it. Hmm. Yeah, because like it's all building up inside of you and you got to like do... Sometimes you gotta punch stop it. talking. Oh, see. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, see, that, that it just came yeah, out. Yeah, that just came out a little bit. Yeah, I think it's too real. It was. It spooked the shadows. And some of them are hidden. And now, and now they they uh, skittered back, scurried away. Uh, but my okay. So let's get into some impressions about this movie. Uh, how about this? So Danny DeVito and Danny, Danny Glover. Uh-huh. We're only in the beginning of the film. Okay. They were barely in the movie, but they got it. The impressions were done so well. Oh, my God. That you thought they were in the whole movie. I how, really did. How crazy is that? They weren't in the movie. <laughs> they were basically saying hello and goodbye. 
The, the Rock and Kevin Hart just acted on a whole nother level. And like, Aquafina. Aquafina was great. Playing Danny DeVito. <laughs> she was meant for that. You, you need to, because I watched it twice. Oh, you watched it twice? I watched it twice. Yeah. And uh, the first time we watched it was IMAX. The second time we watched it was in 3D. Okay. And it was funny because the second time I really got to pay atten- closer attention to their mannerisms. Mm. And Aquafina, when she first is in the movie, she basically is Aquafina. Um, yeah. But when she, when she was being Spencer, right? Yeah, when she was being Spencer. But when she was Danny DeVito, her posture went from upright to this to slouch. slouch to completely slouch and just kind of like hobbling around yeah. everywhere which is such a specific and weird thing that like i mean like you watched it twice but and i uh for all of our podcast listeners have i watched it out of order i didn't have the opportunity to watch the first one in time to watch oh right it. so i watched the second one then i watched the first one so this second movie is definitely enhanced by continuing the story of the first one. Like, it does feel like a continuation of the story. It feels a lot like you watched a show where you connected to the people playing the characters. Like, it was a D&D campaign. Like, you got to watch both halves of that show, right? Yes. And then the second episode of this show is... M- another take of like so yeah like we're gonna start a new D D campaign and then they do it right like yes. that that's how my brain watched this and unfortunately again i watched it out of order but that strange incredible on-screen chemistry was so solid from the trailers of the first one and then getting to watch the second one like it was insane everything felt like it, it was so smooth and it clicked so so well that I kind of had to think like there's no way this didn't take a bunch of takes because they were so comfortable with each other. It really, you know? yeah. Like the jokes were flying. Oh my god! And especially dealing with Danny DeVito impressions <laughs> and Danny Glover impressions, like the uh, a lot of those just scenes of Danny Glover, like Kevin Hart, and be using it, you know, doing an impression of Danny Glover. It's so simple because. It is kind of just like Kevin Hart slowing down, kind of lowering his <laughs> voice. Yeah. But like, and then you get like a little bit of a drawl and you talk and, and your words. And so you start talking about how the hippopotamus. <laughs> I stopped. Is what, like, right? I stopped <laughs> seeing. <laughs> I, did, did they just die because I talked too, too slow? slow. <laughs> right? Like. <laughs> the guilt <laughs> like like seriously i stopped i stopped seeing kevin hart i stopped seeing the rock uh and i saw those characters um i thought that they dubbed danny devito's voice at first over the rock that's freaking the rock acting that's how yeah. i don't i don't think the rock has shown as much range as he has done in this one film yeah he Oh, oh, and that other the the other movie that he did with um, Kevin Hart, where he was uh, the awkward kid. He used to be fat. Yes, CIA, CIA, yeah. Which but, was also hilarious. It was <laughs> a great movie. I love them together. There's so there's so much chemistry. Jesus Christ. They I need them in like movies together forever. Oh, I never want them to separate. Can they do the Bad Boys reboot? That they sh- <laughs> that they probably so should have. <laughs> no offense, Martin Lawrence. That's not a reboot. Ed Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a sequel. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. I get you right. You're right. Uh yeah, the chemistry was great. And not only that, like, because they're friends off screen, you believed the friendship between, you know, quote unquote Danny DeVito and uh Daniel Daniel Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Danny and Danny. Uh especially like when you were digging into the history of what happened between the two of them. Um, so yeah, that was the, like when they finally reconciled, like that was, that was a, like, I wasn't expecting that kind of power from the, from a sequel. That's what I mean. I was like, that was one of the moments that they were building to. And the payout was like, yeah, I feel, 
I feel good. Tension's gone. Yeah. The last film I remember Danny DeVito in was the one that that is just stuck in my memory is Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is a comedy, <laughs> and they play twins. I was thinking. I was thinking. And, and Batman, where he's the penguin. Oh, uh, okay. I was thinking Matilda. <laughs> See, most recently. Matilda as well, that's right. Yeah, that's definitely Danny, De- Danny DeVito acting, I th- like, you know, like as an actor, as a comedian actor. And it's very strange to see him so, so into pretty much being like him on It's Always Sunny. I feel like that's like such an accurate representation of like, you know, Danny DeVito is like kind of that kind of, that kind of crazy all the time. Like he, that's normal for him, you know. Yeah. He has fantastic comedic timing <laughs> with body language and facial expressions. Uh, I'm still laughing about when when his daughter is bringing his grandson into the house and saying, "Yeah, I'm, t- I'm helping your grandpa right now." He's he just got his hip replacement. Where is he? He's like fixing the light. He's like, <laughs> she, and she's like, "You probably." You shouldn't be up there, Grandpa. Do you need help? Does that look like I need help? I got wah wah wah. I got it. <laughs> he just like yeah. slides down the fucking uh, the ladder. It was it was so good. Um, One thing that definitely carries, mm-hmm. and it really makes you start thinking about how much time Dan- the Dannys had on set with everybody, is like you were like like we were originally talking at the beginning of the pod is that they really get body language and mannerisms on that impression. Like you really start to think, uh, and again, this is, this is a further tangent of like, like this is a video game and the way it's written is to like, you can see the avatar as well as who's using that avatar. The and facial so, expressions, especially, right? Especially like, right from the it rock brings it out. <laughs> right. And, uh, and I was talking to Sugi about it. It's like, like, this is written so well, and it's, I mean, like, in my case, it was easier to, like, enjoy it that way. Yeah. And especially in the second film, you see acting, because you see them doing impressions, and the way it's written, it helps enhance, like, that's not The Rock, that's Danny DeVito playing, like, a grandpa who is now controlling The Rock, it's, right? You see, like, you see how it all blends together much easier. It is acting... It's very skilled, a very high level of acting uh, from everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Even even uh, uh, Jack Black, he did such a good job of playing like three or four different people, yeah. switching and flipping. Yeah, well, like not only like not only playing um, a black guy, but a millennial black guy. You know what I'm saying? Because he wasn't doing. Because Jack Black is kind of older, but Jack he, Black is yeah, he's he's a little he's he's pushing, but you know he's still young. So what yeah. happens like a lot of the times when like people who are kind of older, Danny and, and they do <laughs> uh, impressions of different ethnicities, they end up doing the impression of how the ethnicity acted in their time period. It's so a like too too specific in in that kind of racial yeah, stereotyping. Like, let me give you guys an example. Like, like, if if Joe Rogan did an impression of a Mexican, he'd be like, "Hey, what the like, what's going on?" And that's like a Mexican from the nineties, the nineties in East LA. Yeah, I was like, and in East LA, like it's Only really specific. It's really specific to that demographic, which huh? is right again. Just a whole nother level. Like, again, I, I literally just watched it uh, last night with Suki. Like, in the first movie, unfortunately, Kevin Hart is the one who doesn't get to act as much. He, like, a lot of the right. time, he definitely still seems like, in the first movie especially, it's like, that's just Kevin Hart. It's just Kevin Hart. Being salty at everything. Like, there's no other character there. It's Kevin Hart. But in the second movie, you, like, you, again, you get the impression, like, oh, no, that's Danny Glover confused about how video games work and now they're in the video game yeah and he is that and then later on with um getting uh getting fridge the name of the 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 name of the kid back into control of kevin hart it's so funny because it like immediately doesn't click that that's kevin hart being kevin hart 
the way it was the way it's written the way you feel it out is like oh wait no that's fridge in control of mouse yeah right you know you know like uh i wanted i wanted karen uh gillen Karen yeah. Gillen or or Karen Gillen Ruby Ruby Roundhouse Ruby Roundhouse That's the badass name for the character. No. I wanted <laughs> I wanted her to be Fridge or wanted Fridge to be Ruby Roundhouse for longer because it was just hilarious watching Karen do because she did a good job too of playing a millennial black kid. She did. She did. She, she's like, yo, this body is like a machine. Like, I was like, yo. It was such Which, a funny, like, yeah. When she was jumping and kicking and just only doing that. All right. That's sick. totally what I do in video games sometimes. Yeah, like, that's literally what move, it was. Yeah, jumping and kicking, jumping and kicking. Oh, man. So, again, and, like, all four all four of the actors did just a magnificent job of nailing down the people that they were supposed to be playing. In, um, in particular, crazy. I, 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 you know, I do agree and I do respect, like, everybody, like, got to act it's it's really weird and it's written in a specific way like but you still get to see them doing all those things and it was fun and special props to jack black because what kind of like middle-aged older white man do you think can pull off being a teenage girl as well as a millennial teenage black yeah (laughs) like and like like it's and it's so funny just like being stuck in a video game at one point, you know, like, and being that, like, just amazing video games. What, uh, what else do you guys want to add before we get into our badass moments? My, my favorite surprise uh-huh. was when Aquafina showed up. Oh, yeah, dude. I didn't know she was in this movie. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. I, was I was like, like, I was like, what? That was a good surprise. She was really quiet about it. Yeah, and it was and it was a bigger role than I was in. Like it was bigger than um, Nick Jonas in the first movie. Yeah, she, yeah. she's one of the, she was became one of the main characters. Yeah, but it was freaking hilarious. I was like, she's in this movie. That's amazing. Yep. And then like about like five seconds or ten seconds after, I realized like, wait, that was Aquafina. What? And it, again, the like the way that this movie was written, you. Mm-hmm kind of know like yeah you get into the mindscape of that as an avatar being controlled by somebody else by danny devito right so like aquafina was being controlled by spencer and i was like on one hand we mentioned earlier like is is kind of what we expect from like aquafina's on-screen performances but at the same time is like oh yeah that's right that's the kid from the beginning of the movie who's like kind of you know on in a problem with a power trip and shit. Like, yeah. Like I feel for him. I feel for Yakofina. I relate. <laughs> I freaking enjoyed the heck out of this movie. Uh watching it with with my sister, she was like you know when she really laughs. And she was dying. She was laughing so hard yeah. that she got everyone around her. I couldn't stop laughing. She was and then uh, the audience was laughing. Like the sister of our uh, of the podcast she's what you would call a, a hard laugh it's hard to get her to laugh um but it's it, a hearty laugh too but when she but when like, you get her to laugh hear it like- yo <laughs> she is she's dying so um i think that just goes to should if you guys have like anybody in your life who who is a hard laugh uh take them to go watch this movie they'll fucking enjoy it and if they don't i'm then, sorry that, i'm sorry i'm sorry our expectations were i i think pretty aim pretty well (laughs) Uh, i want to talk about my badass moment uh right off the bat is when the ostrich stampede goes down and they're uh running away in the in the doom buggies and danny devito just steps up as as dr bravestone right and which is sorry i'm just like we refer to the person playing the character yeah. right like it was but danny devito isn't in there right it's like <laughs> yeah i guess uh dr bravestone uh he is funny and i guess you kind of get a, a feel for what oh, can we get the name of danny devito's character real eddie. Quick? Gra- eddie? Grandpa eddie okay grandpa yeah. eddie yeah, yeah. It, you kind of get a sense of what grandpa eddie used to be when he was younger kind of like that take charge all right, this is the situation. 
He's that chef in the kitchen. All right, everybody, this is what we got to do. So you saw that from Grandpa Eddie. Like, all right, get in the fucking car. We're driving off. And you just see uh, you see that element of him. So you you were like, fuck yeah, Grandpa Eddie. Like, that's, that's what I liked about that moment. Mm, 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 mm. I'm trying to separate my what the fuck moments from badass moments. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty, pretty, bad, you know, pretty bad, bad problem, which... Um, I thought it was a funny joke, but now that I've watched the first one, I understand that it's a continuation of the joke, which is question mark dance fighting question mark. <laughs> when uh, Karen Gillan gets her her badass fight scene sequence, ah, uh, I was like, wait, that this is just this is just fucking cool. This is like that was, that was badass. And then watching it in the first movie, I was like, wait, that's a skill she. And like it clicked as a completely different joke, unfortunately, because I watched that a sequence. Right. But it was still one of my favorite badass moments of like. So uh, I was I was trying my smoldering intensity there. Sorry. Oh, I don't think, I, I don't think we weren't making. Yeah. I, it doesn't. Work. I felt yeah. a heat to my yeah, left. That's why I was. So that's probably what that was. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so. Uh, Oh yeah, dance oh, fighting. That's good. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I got chills. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what was Which was um, just a, another hilarious joke that I didn't understand until I watched the first movie because I was confused. Again, smoldering intensity in the second movie is still a well done joke, but because but part of that joke's punchline is the fact that I mean, like in the first movie, they're like, "What the hell is smoldering intensity?" and then the girls are quivering. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then in the second movie, it's like, Grandpa, you're using it all wrong. Like, <laughs> what are you, what are you smoldering intensity for? And then, and it's then at the like, end of the movie, it worked. Yeah. It was like, what? <laughs> it's kind of like when Joey from Friends learned air quotes. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> <laughs> what you got Damn for us? <laughs> My badass moment was uh, when we found out that Jurgen, the brutal. Killed Dr. Smolder Bravestone's parents. Yes. <laughs> and then he was like, What? <laughs> and well, I, the, I the just, freaking I can hear the rock, rock, the rock with his mustache, the music, <laughs> the music goes dun dun. And the rock's like, <laughs> Oh man, it's so good. <laughs> It was great. God, the best part about that is the follow-up scene right after where it's The Rock doing his Danny DeVito impersonation. They killed my parents. <laughs> this guy killed my this parents? Guy, <laughs> you know what's great is when like Grandpa Eddie was like getting sold in the story. He's like, oh, I think that's my ex. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. You got to explain that to me again. <laughs> that was freaking... That's how like your grandparents get when they first start learning how to play a video game again. Yeah. And, you, and they start getting into it. Yeah. You start like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, 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 oh. All right, I'm getting this. I'm yeah. getting this. All right. Which is why I brought up D&D is that like, and this is just a really good, like the way that it's written, it's written like a D&D campaign, except you're witnessing people like, how do I connect to my character? Oh, wait, that's. You mean he killed my parents? I yeah. can't do my I can't do my Danny DeVito voice I, late at I night. I think that's my ex. I gotta go chase her. <laughs> <up. laughs> All right, uh, what? Uh, let's get into number ratings. I am going to give this movie. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Ooh, yes. Huh? Uh, oh. I would absolutely watch it again. I would recommend it to anybody. Um, and um, pause slash follow up. Did we review Jumanji 1 on the podcast? We didn't somehow. I don't okay. think we did. Yeah. What would you give the first Jumanji? Yeah. I'd give that a 9 out of 10. See, oh, see? Oh. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I think it's only because the kids like Spencer and and, and Fridge and all the other, uh, two, the Bethany and uh, what was the girl's name? Martha. Martha. Their stories were a lot more rich in that movie. Although... Grandpa Eddie and his friends' story was was really good in this movie. The kids, uh, it helped it, it supplemented it, like it made it bigger and stronger. It was almost like when you go to dinner 
and then the appetizer is better than the entree. Yeah, you know I'm saying because Grandpa Eddie's story was actually way better than the kid's story. You're like, oh. it was, but but we but the reason why we were invested with Grandpa was because we were invested with the kids already. 100. Yeah. percent Again, right? You yeah. you can't have mm-hmm. the appetizers without the entree. But sometimes the appetizers are more yummy than the hunch. Because friggin', I'm gonna be honest. I enjoyed the second one more than I enjoyed the first one. Okay. Mm. I did enjoy the first one, but I thought that there were some parts that they could have shortened. Mm. Uh, but for the second one, I wanted it to be longer. Well, I'm ready for the third one. The yeah, second the third one, one made, looks great. The second one made me ready for the third one. Yeah. The first one, like got me excited for another one but the second one really made me ready for the third one because all of the people that are going to be in the next film yeah 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 i agree they they got they just turned it already had a a a fantastic cast from the beginning right with with only just the four main stars but then they amplified it with danny devito danny glover and aquafina Mm -hmm. and at the very end one of my favorite new girls cast members. Edit here. Did you see the credits? I forget the name. Yeah, I forget her name. Did you stay for the after the credits? No. It was it was mid credits. You missed it. Yeah. Wait. That's why I was like the ostrich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Stampede. Yeah. So you saw it. Yeah. Are you talking about the the old lady? No, no, no. I'm talking about the black guy. I said that's why I said edit here because Whoa. like I forget the name of the actor is was he in the it's, first one? Like, Win- no, it's Winston from New Girl. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he's gonna be in the next one. That's why I was just like, uh, that's why I paused. Was like, I forget yeah. his name when I saw that it was Winston or or uh, uh, Lamorne, Lamont, L- Lamar. Okay, okay, Lamorne okay, okay. Morris. When I when I was talking to Patty, I was like, "Oh, there's gonna be a third one," because I'm like, "They're not just gonna bring him in at the end credits, and that's all his role is gonna be." Okay, funny side note. Okay, did you watch the one with Robin Williams? A hundred percent. Okay, so good. What they did was they took Robin Williams, and they just made it into multiple movies. Because in the first movie, uh-huh. near the near the end is when the board game goes into the real world. Mm-hmm. Now, finally, at the end of the second one, the board, the, the video game goes into the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um... Oh, and they did a show. Damn. There was an animated... I watched it. it I was totally great. watched it. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. That was when, like, the animated spinoffs, like Aladdin, the animated spinoff... Were good. ...was so good. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And it's super dope fight scenes and shit. And even, remember Buzz Lightyear? I did. The spinoff? Yeah. That one was really good. That was, that was. way better they, than people they, thought it was going to be. They had animated oh films for that TV show as well. For? Buzz Lightyear. Well, no, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man. What's your number rating? I give both of them 8 out of 10s. 8 out of 10s. Both of them. Mr. Khan? Khan? There's like there's like two eights, eighty eights, oh shit, heartbreaks, double infinity, bam bam, bam, bam bam, bam. I give the first one a nine out of ten. That one immediately solidified itself as a classic for me. Yes, and so it's really really weird. To also give the second one a, if I could give half points, 9 out of 10. Oh, two nine out of 10. Damn. Because the thing is that if I watched them in sequence, they would definitely still be better, I think. I, there's no question in my mind. If I had watched the first one, then watched the second one, I would have had more fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. I feel like I'm in the uh, in the niche audience already. Like, I like games. I like d and I like I love to Jumanji with Robin Williams. Like it's all the things I was. I was going to ask you. Yeah, do you feel right? like they they did a good service? This to is games. This, this is why I'm ranting all over this place. Is because it's so insane. I bet you they didn't think that they were going to make a sequel. I, I bet don't you think they did they, either. Yeah, they it's, didn't think like they put that movie together with so much confidence, and then showed it to like. 
you know, like whatever screen tests, and it did well. Mm-hmm. It did insanely well. And then they also, or maybe it didn't do insanely well. I can't remember exactly. Don't quote me on that part. The point is that, and then they release it to the public, and the public blew it up. Yeah. Jumanji, the first one, was insane. And again, us included, like, it's amazing. It is such a good style of a video game movie. Yeah. You know? Like, I just I just love that they they instead of going trying to milk the the kid story they they did another set of characters story what they were going through and how the game was helping them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was an actual growth. Yeah, instead of like just milking something. Yeah, right? and again, Spencer has a actual moment of just psychologically speaking. Mm. complete weakness and then trying to find something that he can go back to that he wants to take more power in and so he goes back to jumanji which is unfortunately insane literally yeah and of course jumanji is broken so that's the entire like that's the entire plot of the second movie by the way (laughs) uh like uh and then again they both get nines for me the second movie gets only a slightly lower score for me personally, is because I probably watched them out of order. It's probably because I watched them out of order. Yeah, like, do you probably feel like, differently if? But I still enjoyed the video game movie that they gave us, and again, it's it's like watching episode two of a D and D campaign, then going back and watching episode one. Mm-hmm. It's like watching Star Wars episode four, and then watching episode three, even though they were shot in a completely different order. It feels weird. It's really, really weird is what I'm trying to say. I got you. <laughs> but in this particular instance, I loved, I loved them both. and That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. I bet the writers would be super pleased to hear that, that uh, like, you know, someone who's like hardcore into games uh, enjoyed this mm-hmm. movie. So uh, mad respect to my man, Jack Black, though. Yes. Like, like it is so... He didn't carry the movie. He carried his own weight. Everybody did well in both movies. But it is so funny to see Jack Black emote and harness the teenage girl in the first movie. Oh, my God. And then in the second movie, to harness, like, I am a salty-as-fuck millennial black boy. Black athlete. Yeah. I am pissed. Yeah. Like look look at me. Yo. Fucking disgusting. God I'm damn. the map guy. <laughs> right. So good. Like, it wasn't a cheesy uh black impression. It was a good impression. Right? It and was, again, it's it's like when you think about it, when you get forced into a situation of in, in like game aspects, right? You're like, fuck, I wanna be the guy with the goddamn guns. And now I'm the guy who carries the fucking guns. Like, shit, what the fuck is zoology? Oh, well, hippopotamuses. <laughs> and then the second, in, in the second movie, again, you get that that feeling for Fridge's character of like, this is, I, I wouldn't fucking pick this character. And now I'm the fucking map guy. Like, <laughs> freaking, when Fridge was finally um, back as Kevin Hart. His, his character he was so excited. excited he's like see see look at this look at i told you i could get the equipment this right was, i'm the backpack yeah. guy come right. on man it's yeah. the funniest yeah. it's the funniest like like i know exactly how to play this job i yeah. can do it i know exactly what look at this what's that you wanted a gun did you know that we had a gun in the backpack <laughs> oh bro you know what i just thought about the whole cake joke for you i'm so sad that you watched it out of order because you probably went back and then watched the cake, him explode from a cake. And then you're just like, oh, that's why everybody was dying. But it was still hilarious when, was, he, when, yeah. when he was watching him react to the cake. It was still funny. He was like, yeah, just <laughs> it was which great. was uh, which was really, really fun. Like, I wish I got to see it with uh, Cheebs and here hear the audience reacting to her but me and Nakansi sat next to this little kid and his like uncle or his grandpa or his dad I can't I couldn't tell some guy you know point being like they were both like that that 
was like a huge age gap and they were both laughing and it wasn't just like the kid laughing and then the old, the older man reacting to it right it was like they would both laugh at something <laughs> and they would both just look at each other and then like the little kid looked at me too and because me and Myron were laughing all the time like <laughs> it like I can only imagine how the first film would have felt watching it in the, in the audience with people and reacting to those jokes that well you know uh, before we get into our what the fuck moments, oh, I have oh, some oh, fun oh. facts for us. Oh, Nikonsi's fun facts. So, uh, the the Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle uh, had a budget of 90 to $150 million, and its box office was $962 million worldwide. It became the fifth highest grossing film of 2017, and the 40th highest grossing film of all time. Damn. Which explains why we got such a full-blown, uh, fantastic sequel. Yes. Just like, bef- before you continue on any of that, think about the weight that the cast and crew had to deal with of, like, how do we reimagine? How do we reimagine Jumanji with Robin Williams? Yeah. And keep that kind of integrity and tell a different story and just you know again they don't want to reboot it they want to reimagine it right and then again they didn't expect it to blow up that well i guess yeah because then we get the second film (laughs) which had a budget of 125 to 132 million and as of right now it's only been out since thursday right so only four days and it has already made more than its budget with 212.6 million damn and it's only been four days you we still got the rest of of uh the the christmas holiday they already making profits people are going to be running to the theaters and who knows how long they'll keep it on a theater run too okay like some movies definitely you're like nobody watched it that month and then they watched it three months afterwards. Like, why is that still in theaters? Uh, I wanna, I wanna touch on my what the fuck moment. Um, oh, and oh. I wanna touch on the original film and the the element of danger that came with the jungle animals. How they were unnaturally powerful uh, than a regular jungle animal would be in modern uh in a modern setting they can stampede through entire homes fuck walls those are nothing they could just run right through them anacondas are ginormous they can take entire cop cars and fold them in half and in this movie they did a really good job Uh, i'm going to touch back to the ostrich uh chase the stampede in the beginning there was a moment where the ostriches were pecking at the roof of the uh, the razor or the 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 doom buggy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think the more accurate name is the razor, and they just are pecking through the roof of this like sheet, this thick sheet metal, and then they eventually like tear it off. So you, as the audience member, you feel the danger uh, that these avatars are in. You are. Uh, just as scared as you as 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 these avatars are, and not only that, they are intelligent animals, and that was what the element of Jumanji was: is that the jungle is dangerous and it's intelligent. It's mystifying. It's yeah. It's all of these things, and uh, piggybacking off of that, not necessarily what the fuck moment, but mm-hmm. like it's really specific and weird and again i mentioned anime having these isekai is a is a genre mm-hmm. but like it's such a big thing that it's just considered its, its own genre now where you are teleported some way generally in 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 the, in the you know is, uh, isekai anime and manga like you die in the real world and then you go to a different world or in some cases, it's like with dot hack, like you're stuck in the online world, but your real body's in a coma. Same thing with Sora Online. Right. The general consensus is you're not in your world anymore. And so 
it's really specific and in the second movie it's kind of more of a comedic timing to the death but in the first movie you definitely get the sense of like holy fuck we're not in Kansas anymore yeah 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 and then dead what what and then they fall out of the sky like what but it was it was used in the second movie for more comedic timing and not so much as like end of the world feeling yeah i i agree um that that's the that's the uh the environment that they built for you just this real danger that that again it it gets you invested in what is going on what their situation is mm-hmm. uh, mr nekansi what is your mm-hmm. your moment of mm-hmm. the, of the fuck yes. of what yes mm-hmm. uh I'm not ballless, guys. I got balls. <laughs> I got... Uh, no, you don't. Fridge, swallow your pride. You don't. Swallow it's your okay. pride. You mean, uh, it, they're still with you, yeah. Uh, in, spi- in, in spirit. spirit. In spirit. You, <laughs> the guy in the back's like, yeah. Yeah, you are a strong eunuch. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. With you in spirit, <laughs> yeah, my friend. With you in spirit. <laughs> Which... Again, is is testament to like them embodying sorry, those impressions test- for testicle mount, test testy mount, testy mount. Thank testy you, mount. Go ahead to uh, the like impressions and like that acting that they did. You at that particular moment, you get the sense of like, like you can see both. Whoops. You can sorry. see both Jack Black as well as this teenage girl trying to like. Bethany. Yeah. Jack Black as in the actor, but also you can see the role of Bethany being Shelley Oberon to telling like, you know, Fridge, Kevin Hart, Mouse Finbar. I said all these characters' names because I have a great memory, yes. It's because it's, it's a video game. Uh, and just like you can see it where it's like you can see both of these things going on where it's just like I bet you that they did. That was the one good take. I bet you that he cracked up so many times, just like, like trying to look at Kevin. Like, no, you don't have your balls. <laughs> I really want to see Kevin Hart just being like, I. Oh, I have balls. I got balls. Oh, I got <laughs> balls, man. I think this might be why I would buy the the DVD just for the bonus features. We'll get bonus features on Netflix. I said Netflix weird. No, I mean, did you we, or did you we say We do testy? not get bonus features on Netflix. <laughs> we don't. We need uh, Amazon Prime gives you bonus features. Really? They do. Wow. If you hit pause, they'll put the names of the actors that are playing. That's pretty dope. It's That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's dope. It's pretty dope. Anyway. Pretty dope. In uh, particular, yes. my what the fuck moment for the second film. Ah, yes. Was when we. I mean, again, if you've seen the first film and then you see the second film, it makes sense that they waited for a while because they've already been there. They don't need to double check skills, right? Right. So for me, I was like, oh, shit, they have menus? Oh, shit, they have weaknesses? And then I kept thinking when they show Bethany and Alex returning in-game as the pilot seaplane and the horse cyclone right played by a horse and nick jonas (laughs) the point being that like when they return i was like no i know nick jonas was in the first movie did they give him more weaknesses what are his skills what like like i didn't know his skills from the first movie and then i immediately after i was like why is there a fucking horse what where the what the fuck is a horse gonna do why the fuck yeah like these are these are these are all my what the fuck moments is like a fucking horse is the horse gonna do goddamn dance fighting kung fu too (laughs) and then later on we get the beautiful moment that we should not be spoiled for anybody no but that that was my pinnacle like yeah video games man this is good shit fucking video games 
Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. Uh, make sure you guys follow us. <laughs> that is the ta- the sound of uh, Junior satisfied with the taste of our podcast today. It tasted good today. It was, it was very good. Not too salty. Not, not, too, not salty. too salty. No, no, actually. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Make sure you follow us at HSTSC33 on Instagram and Twitter talk to us interact with us you guys can look at our stories and we will put up polls on uh on there so that you guys can tell us what you thought about the movies that we review comment on our tweets that i design asking for questions like who you who's got your back who's on your team Mm -hmm. with the right support you can do anything which is a you know throwback to the fact that like really do you see how much equipment Kevin Hart lost when freaking Milo, Milo, you know, Danny Glover uh-huh. is playing it? Like that guy had so much loot and just gone, gone to the wind, thrown All out gone. forever. Super upset the about video it. game in me. The gamer in me was like, Alex, as a non-gamer, wouldn't understand what had just been lost but as a gamer myself look at all that loot there was an rpg in that goddamn backpack i have no idea what they would have done with the bazooka against that stampede of ostriches well i mean apparently they like like they still got used but just not in like you know proper way but anyway you should yeah, follow I... me at twitch.tv forward slash cookie ninja carvey where you can also interact with me talking about stupid things like why didn't i use the pocket knife when i had a shiv in my back pocket the whole time and I didn't do wield them with my pinky toes. I didn't even rain. know you had dual dual wielding. I I know. I thought that I only had welding, not even wielding, right? Yeah, like that's completely true. different skill. Which I guess you could have just welded yourself a weapon uh, with your welding skills. I mean, if I leveled up my bio, my my bioengineering, my biochemistry, like you know, by biology science skill right. high enough, I could have probably just can you know combined it with my welding to weld weapons to my arms. And then you could have had bio weapons, which is a Resident Evil reference, or the Pilgrims, or the Spaniards against the Aztecs. All right, I'll stop it. <laughs> I, 